go all right welcome back to the crazy wildlife podcast i'm katie and i'm jared you feeling chatty tonight always always i'm a little annoyed though that our camera isn't working because i even lit the candle behind us to create a whole ambiance and it's fruitless effort i appreciate it thank you all right so this year the early split for duck hunting and the Virginia Whitetail opener fell on the same weekend. That's right. Does that typically happen? Yes. Does it? Yes. Wait, that always happens? Why did I feel like that was Generally, special? Generally. Uh, it really all depends on when the first Saturday of the month is. Uh, well, this year, the first Saturday of the month was youth, apprentice, veteran. Well, the, no, that would have been the 30th. Oh, that's right. Okay, that Sunday was the first, right? Oh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, Ignore everything I say. Yeah, so generally first Saturday is opening day of, of deer season. Archery. For, our, for us, archery. And then it's generally the second. I don't even, I don't even know how to like describe it. Like, duck season always comes in like the same, like, Four days. Yeah, same like four days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Is it always the first, like the first weekend? The holiday weekend. Columbus Day. Columbus Day. Indigenous People Day. Columbus Day. <laughs> Whatever we're calling it now, that is an, apparently not offensive. <laughs> um, right. So we kind of split our weekend up between that then. Um, you know, obviously like family things going on, but kind of split our weekend between those two things and we thought we would just uh <laughs> like kind of step through that what it looked like this weekend and then maybe like a little bit of the prep leading up to it all jared's hard work it was a dud it was a the weekend was a dud all my hard work leading up to it do you think your hard work was a dud no. you did plant your food plots a little late I got food, yeah, a little bit, but they all look really good. They do look I'm really good. Really impressed. With Shout out to uh, Domain. Yeah. <laughs> right? Big Sexy. I was going to say, you did Big Sexy, and then what else did you do? Uh, no BS. No BS. For our food plots. The Big Sexy by far. This is the second year we planted that, and it looks amazing. And it's done well both years so far. Uh, the No BS is. A little bit slower in my opinion. It's not, what are it's those not booming, like but, so the big sexy like what goes like what's that made up of? Uh, <laughs> Don't look at me hmm. like that. Uh, I know there's like brassicas in there and then like uh, the stuff that brings the deer. Yeah. Okay I mean, well I wasn't sure if you knew like the makeup of them. Don't look it up, hmm, now. Look it up now. And then like <laughs> I just, oh. yeah and then uh, I I don't know what all's in it. I don't remember, but I remember reading and be like, "Dear, are gonna love this. Mm -hmm. Gotta have it." Mm -hmm. uh, and like, I know the, the no BS has some of the same stuff. It's got like clover, some sort of brassicas, or like, uh, like forage oats, chicory. And I know, I know the no BS has like oats, like some sort of like I said forage oats or something. Uh, it's coming in. It looks good. It's just not as full looking and as luscious. As uh, as the big sexy, but it's all in the name. So now, when you planted those, because I I have, honestly have no idea, because I don't participate in this part of our outdoor journey together. Um, I would like to, I would like to one day. But um, now, do you just like mix those together and kind of like spread them, or do you have like one plot that you do like the no BS, and then another plot you do the big sexy? What is the kind of what's your method? So what I've done so far is for the most part keeping it one and one i don't oh. mix them but uh is that frowned upon to mix them no i don't think so and what i was gonna say is like all the uh you know i'm on all the food plot pages yeah. and all that stuff on facebook so all those geniuses on there are like uh -huh. you know you gotta have a variety in them like if you don't have enough property to have multiple different yeah plots then like you know because there is, I mean, there is some truth to that. Like some of the stuff, like in the big sexy, like the deer won't eat it uh, until it gets cold. Because it's got to break oh. down the sugars and the starches, and, or right. breaks down the starches and turns into sugar. I think is yeah. what happens. Stuff and like burns hotter, less yeah. hot. Yeah, and well, like, uh, like so once the once the frost hits uh, 
like the leaves and the bulbs and stuff underneath, uh-huh. they uh, they turn into like sugar. Oh. And, or, you know, pretty much it's sugary. It's sweet, okay. and the deer really go nuts for it. We have they to have go a good. Bonkers. You have to have good frost for it, and oh, we saw that last year here in the food plot we did in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, around Christmas, we had single digits for like three or four days, and I looked out there and the food plot was pr- practically dirt. They chewed it all the way down. Yeah, I, um, I do remember that. But yeah, so that's that's food plots. There's nothing crazy other than, you know, me just spending time and effort and everything away from the family to do that and then Yeah. You you are the long pole in the tent as far as like prep for that stuff goes. It's not it's not something I've dove into yet. I mean like little stuff here and there, like visiting you when you're like prepping the food plots and stuff, like at the property we have down the road, but um yeah, I haven't I haven't dove into that yet. One day, one day, I'll be out there with you. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, like this time of year around our house where we, like our property we hunt on, uh, a vast majority of the trees on our property are actually white oaks. So it's in the term of uh, nut foraging and stuff like that for, yeah, for whitetail. I mean, we have everything here that they would yeah. want early Water, season. Yeah, yeah and uh, but the hard part is, when you have 75% of the trees on your property are white oak, tell me which tree the deer's going to go to to eat the yeah, white oaks that, that Oh, yeah. I never it's thought hard. about that. So it's different when you have a big piece of property and you're like, I have like a little section, like an acre or half an acre of like white oaks or, you know. Yeah, but when they're uh, sp- like spread out over our 20. When it's literally yeah. like an entire property, then it's a little harder Dang. to narrow down. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and then I guess that leads us into my prep for... Uh, duck hunting i spent an entire week no 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 we are going to rewind before your week no before the week of scouting oh yeah we're going to rewind you're going to tell everyone what you did to yourself the saturday before so what um we'll say six days before early duck came in tell it tell the people um well well i was having a great time yeah whole 45 seconds i spent 30 bucks to go jump with my kids on a trampoline park. We decide, we always take like a little late summer trip to either Nags Head or whatever. But this year we just decided to go to the southern part of Virginia Beach. It's only like three hours away. Easy peasy. Nice beach. It rained the whole time. <laughs> just it was garbage weather. Um, so the first day we did the Virginia Aquarium. And the second day we were like, you know what we're going to do? Like a little trampoline park. We had never done it before. And we... I just, like I knew Brett was gonna be like just so excited over it, and Huck was pretty pumped too. Um, once we wiped the stamp off his hand that they put on his hand, but <laughs> so I take Huck to the bathroom to clean his hand off because he hated the fact that this lady stamped his hand. And Jared and Rhett, they're off to the races. <laughs> off to the races. I was none the wiser of what was about to occur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> Like I said, I paid $30 to go bounce for about 30 seconds before I destroyed my foot. Yeah, yep. I, uh, and now I'm in a boot. Now he's in a boot. Um, and you're going to probably remain in your boot because you are not being nice to yourself. And you keep hoofing it. I will be in my boot until probably Monday night. Uh-huh. And then Tuesday morning, I'm just going to go full bore once again because we leave for our gator hunt. Yeah, I would take the boot with you. Just in case for like nighttime, just to have it like anyways. So Jared, what they told him was it was like a sprain fracture type of deal. But after consulting my um, nurse mother, she thinks that he probably tore some tendons, but they never did a CAT scan. So we don't know. They did an x-ray. Nothing was broken, but they did not do a CAT scan. So we don't know. Right. CAT scan. That's the right one. Um, If he maybe tore some tendons or something. But yeah, so basically a, a trampoline park got the better of Jared's foot. So just to confirm that I am getting old mm-hmm. and putting on a few extra pounds. <laughs> yeah, um, you, like I like I put it to everyone. I'm like Jared is a pretty fit dude still. Like in my opinion, you still get it and I fit into my jeans. That's right. Get around, but you are not. 21 and 180 anymore you're a full adult man with two children and sometimes your body has to remind you of that (laughs) but it's okay you're getting around pretty good so you spend the whole week scouting 
and marshes and like just stuff you should not have been in in a boot that you had only been in a couple days, yeah. mind you. Uh, most of those marshes I went to, I found that we don't have the ducks that we normally do, unfortunately. Why, why do you think that is? I really, I mean, no clue. Yeah. I know one of the marshes, it doesn't matter at that point in time, but like one of the marshes we hunt is uh, over like the last two years had some very unreal uh, pressure. During, but it's during hunting season. It's not like early season. No one's been in there doing anything yet. So yeah. typically, you know, we go in there and see 50, 60 wood ducks and anything less than that's a failure. And then right. lo and behold, I scouted two times. And I think between the two times I saw a total of what, like 10 ducks. Yeah, I think you said Terrible. the first morning was like three, and then the second day was like eight. So that's eleven. Yeah, it's it was pretty, pretty it, crappy. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, that's just kind of like the the spirit of like our area for duck hunting, though. I feel like unfortunately, get ebbs and flows pretty pretty heavy. Yep, some days you're in the thick of them and can't get any better, and the next day it's barren. Yeah. Yeah, so you spend your whole week scouting ducks um, because that's obviously your passion. Like deer hunting, you're like, Meh, I can take it or leave it. We, you know, we do, we practice and stuff like shooting, but. We practice uh, safe deer hunting. <laughs> safe deer hunting. Um, but yeah, that, that was a little bit of a bummer, but obviously it also speaks to like your foot situation, right? Because you like dredge through these marshes. It was no like, no massive walks except for when you actually went hunting over the uh saturday i think when you hunted the property down the road right oh uh, no friday no friday friday yes opening so, day so opening day of early duck jared's like yeah yeah i'm good i'm good throws his waders on and walks how far uh, probably five six hundred yards yeah which is not far but when you have a half crippled foot and i got stuck in the mud a few times stuck in the mud a few times my foot was popping and hurting <laughs> As I get stuck trying I to turn and get out. I just cannot help you. Like, I can't help you. As your wife, I love you so much. But you are so dumb sometimes with, like, hurting yourself and then recovering. A beautiful idiot. Be- you're my beautiful idiot. Um, But, yeah. And then the other guy who went with you grabbed his wife's waders. Yeah. So, he, you had a foot that, like, just didn't work. And he was, like, half in his waders, half out. Because, obviously, his wife's feet are much smaller than his. So, you guys were just a mess and a half. Yeah. Pretty good. Stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we made the best of the weekend for duck hunting. How many ducks did you come away with for the whole weekend for I don't four want days? To talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know, was it ten maybe? Really? Yeah, because we got two yeah, Monday morning. Terrible. Considering like when the full group that we normally hunt with for opening weekend or whatever is all together and all the ducks where they're supposed to be like 10 a day is like generally on the low side of what we do right so yeah when um so monday morning um we took my brother hunting who is visiting he's in the navy and you know they stuck around after we finished and everything i had to run up to town but they stuck around and jason's like yeah i'm gonna help jared clean these ducks (laughs) how long did it take you guys to clean 10 ducks (laughs) About 10 minutes. Seconds. <laughs> yeah. Not great, but... Um, so, yeah, it was a less than exciting early duck opener. And yeah, then, normally that's our thing. Like We save them all, put them in the refrigerator, and then mm-hmm. Monday, midday, we go have a few beers and clean ducks for an hour or two. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, it was uh, less than adequate. Yeah, but it's okay. It makes you appreciate the times that it is really good, right? It really makes you appreciate it. I mean, we're just going to have to, like, seek out different duck hunting opportunities, like maybe not Virginia duck hunting. You promise? I, I would like to do that. I really would. We've never done that before. I would. I don't know, like, whether it be, like, Midwest or something like that. I think it would be a fun opportunity, like a fun. I think anywhere other than Virginia, Virginia would be fun. Going down to Florida and, like, September, October, and going shooting teal. I was gonna say, would be fun. Yeah, yeah, I would enjoy that. I think. Uh, or, you know, like you said, Midwest states or whatever. Going to Alaska this time next year to go shoot some ducks. Oh, okay. That's a little far. I may have uh, gotten a, a text message about duck hunting out in Alaska yesterday. So. From who? 
You got you got people in Alaska. Yep. Did Sean text you? Yeah. Oh, Sean wants to go duck hunting. He went duck hunting and he killed three mallards. And he said he may or may not be hooked now. And I said, get out now. He, it's he, a drug. He's been here before though. Yeah, we took him. Yeah, but he went on his own and killed yeah. ducks. And yeah. It was, it was fun. Good for him. Love that. I was um I was moderately worried about my brother after taking him, but it wasn't any kind of like banger, you know. So I'm like, he's probably not hooked yet. Like he'll just have to go a couple times when it's like really, really good, um, and then he might be hooked. So. It's like golf, you know. You go for the whole round, and you're like, ah, I'm gonna quit this. This sucks. Uh, you hit one good shot, and you're like, you know what? I may go pro. I may, I may actually go pro. I know. I probably need to apologize to my sister-in-law in advance if he does. Sorry, you're poor now. Yeah, well, I mean, he got into diving, which I can appreciate. So. That's true. Yeah, he's already into the the heavy the heavy hitter, expensive things. Um, but yeah, so that was basically the weekend as far as early duck goes. And then, um, obviously, whitetail opener for archery was this Saturday. Um, yeah. We didn't go. <laughs> Not Saturday. And uh, it was windy and nasty, and yeah, it rained all morning. I'm a fair weather deer hunter. I will go sit out in the nastiest of weather. For, duck hunting. for ducks but then you say you go shoot a duck or deer i'm just gonna sit on the couch i mean like i can really respect that but i feel like there's a lot of this this could just be my super uneducated opinion i'm gonna go and caveat with that but i'm kind of of the mind like okay you go deer hunting in the rain and you shoot a deer i've done it <laughs> but like okay so like where does the blood go right like Especially exactly. if it's raining good, like how, what does that even look like? You know, and I'm obviously like a very new deer hunter. So it's hard. I'm, it's still difficult. I mean, it doesn't just like wash away. It's not like, you know, the mud or the chalk. blood that happens like <laughs> on like in Jurassic Park movies, you know, where it's like, it just washes away that fast. Uh, it does though. And you know, it, it presents a new challenge. Yeah. It makes it so the blood isn't as deep red anymore. It's you know, diluted, diluted, obviously. Um, it's not my favorite thing to do. I mean, right. Getting soaking wet out there, just mm-hmm. sitting there for hours on end is... Ghetto. Yeah. That, <laughs> to put it lightly. Ghetto. Um, but yeah, so like I said, and I'm not a big fan of sitting in a tree stand in the wind either. No, I don't like uh, that. I have done that and I don't like that. Being up in a tree and swaying back and forth, like I guess, you know, the deer hunters, some deer hunters are like, oh, that's what, that's just a normal day. And it's not for me. Goodbye, cruel world. Yeah, I'm no, just afraid. I'm, I've become more of the watch the weather, only hunt the good days, and the wind's in the right direction. Like, there was a time when I'd be like, I don't care about the wind. I don't care about the weather. I'm, I'm out in it. And I'm not saying I saw more deer or less deer. Do you feel like I the return like, on time invested? Oh, yeah. No, it definitely was much more time to... But that really makes me like appreciate people who go out like maybe maybe they are sick for deer hunting like that right and they go out and they hunt like a public land spot like they just you got no other than like looking for signs of deer you have no idea what you're walking into and so that's that's really respectable in my opinion like you just don't know and you're just shooting your shot like hoping that you don't just sink like hours into a spot that is totally fruitless like I know what happens, but yeah, and like I said, I mean, like I've gotten into more of like hunting the right wind, hunting the right days, the moon phase, and all other stuff because I obviously don't want to be away from the family more than I need to be. Like, and that's not to say that deer don't get on their feet random times during the day anyway, so it can happen. Like the big yeah. buck could be walking at noon or yeah, two o'clock or you know whatever. Yeah, but you um, don't do like all day sets. No, hell no. Once again, I'm a fair weather. I you know. Two, three hours in the morning, two, three hours in the evening. Unless, I think the only reason I would is if I'm like, I'm religiously getting pictures of this deer. At this time. At this time. But, you know, we're trying our best, you know, so maybe landowners around us aren't mm-hmm. participating as much in this as we are. <laughs> but, like, we're trying to help grow mature deer. Right. And I don't have to shoot a 160, 200-inch duck, uh, deer. Duck. Yeah, duck. That's big Dang. Duck. <laughs> uh, look at the rack on this book and this duck. I'm half, but, um, I'm half uh, but you know, it's obviously, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's, it's hard. We see two and a half, three and a half year old deer that have really great potential and they do look nice. Gosh, it's so annoying. And you let them go, let them grow kind of deal. Uh, and so 
that's why I decide to hunt on certain days is because I'm like, this is the most opportune time to sit. And luckily we have a schedule where I can, I don't have to be like, it's only Saturday and Sunday for me. So the guys that only hunt Saturday and Sunday, you know, that's the only days, only days they have to hunt. So rain, sun, Mm -hmm. wind, it don't matter. We're sitting because the season is only so long and that's where they're going to sit. Like I said, luckily our schedule is a little more flexible with certain things. So I can look at the forecast and say, yeah, I'm going Tuesday or whatever, right? Yeah. And like, not that I'm sitting all day, but I'll sit Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday morning. Yeah, you uh, just have because good you know, for... yeah, and you know, the wind's blowing in this direction because I'm not trying to blow out everything and scare off the, the few nice deer we have just to go over the neighbors and let them shoot them. And you know, That's so frustrating. I um, I mean, I'm all for neighbors shooting nice deer if they. Right, if they're nice deer. If, if they we so just let them grow. that's kind of like, that's a little bit of a like taboo subject, I feel like, because you have, okay, so you have the people who are, like, you can't eat, you can't eat the antlers, right? Like, of course. And you cannot eat the antlers. And I'll be the first to tell you that um, the deer you shot a couple years ago that's on the wall downstairs tasted like hot garbage. Just a little gamey. It was a little gamey. He it did not taste peak, good. Peak rut. Yeah, like, soul fat neck. But yeah. it wasn't good. Like it really wasn't good. So um, we ate it. We ate it because <laughs> I mean, like, we, it, we not in vain. It, we shoot it. We eat we it. shoot it. We eat it. But um, we, we, you and I, and the couple of people that live around us, because we're really fortunate. Like we have, we own twenty acres. Our neighbor doesn't hunt, so he lets us hunt his like. 17 is that what he has yeah and then next- and then next door to him is where our cows live and i think there's maybe only like one other person that never hunts it right yeah pretty much pretty much but and that's 30 yeah so we we do we have a lot of freedom as far as like our we have close to 70 acres that we can hunt um but you know we've got buy-in from a couple people in the area that like yeah hey we're just we're shooting like mature bucks like really nice bucks um we're they don't not... have the big antlers you know you look at the back the sway in the back or the belly and the brisket yep. and the nose like there's all kinds just of different like things good that indicators account. yeah that they... a good mature buck and then obviously you have your doe population you know they always have to keep in check and mm-hmm. i think the past two years i've done pretty well at that yeah you're i'm so proud of you um but we so we you know jared and i it was when we moved here in 2018 um, and we hung up our first few cameras with like the SD cards in them. Like they were nothing fancy. We just put them in a few spots that we thought were good spots for deer, right? Or you did, because at that point I wasn't hunting. Yeah. Um. So we decided we started seeing some like nice bucks, and we're like, we're we're gonna like we're gonna try to let those those guys grow, like right? Like that was kind of the the thought process. Like they're really nice. Like they have good they have good genes. It looks like, and so. We made that decision. You know, you talked to a couple guys in the area who have property, like, on the backside of us. I was like, yeah, we're going to do that. Um, because, in, like, I guess in, I, I'm not, I'm not, I've not yet shot a deer. Um, this year is my year. We, you know, we kind of remind, like, we'll shoot does if we're hungry, right? Like, we'll shoot does if we need meat in the freezer. Yep. But I don't need to shoot a small buck. Uh, we're, and, and for, we're to very, fill the freezer. We're very fortunate in that capacity, though, because we aren't like you were saying before. Like some people only have the weekends to hunt, and they really are trying to, <clears throat> sorry, um, fill their freezer. So they got to shoot whatever they can. Yep, and I don't knock that. No, that's just not. That's like not our setup, right? Like we were very fortunate. You shot four does last year, right? Four. Yep. Um, and you know there was a couple bucks in the area that were like, yeah, we're just gonna let them be, like. There was, you know, <laughs> there was one who we've been watching for like four years and we were both. Oh, he was old. This is probably one of the oldest bucks I've ever seen in person. He was probably, yeah. So Jared and I both saw him in 2020. Yeah. 2020. I have pictures of him in 2018 when we first moved here. Yes. So. And he was a nice deer then. He was, and you said he was probably two to three then. Yeah, he's probably, he was he was either a really, 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 really nice two and a half year old deer, or like a really nice three and a half year old deer. Right, and we have pictures of him every single year. Um, I started hunting in 2020 when I was pregnant with Huck, um, and I had kind of made this little rule for myself: like I'm just going to shoot a buck. Like that was my first, like that I want my first deer to be a nice mature buck. 
Um, so Crazy. 2020 comes. I'm pregnant with our second. Um, I see, So Jared goes. It was the opening day of muzzleloader, right? Yep. Jared goes, sees him at our a little ground blind we have not far from our house and is like, dead man walking. <laughs> yeah. He's like 20 yards. <laughs> Yeah, so close. Dead man walk, dead deer walking. Um, and what happened? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, I think I had a bad primer. Bad so primer. Primer, gun went click, and I have a. Uh, the, I don't have a breech style muzzleloader, so it's the bolt action. So by the time I got the primer out, he stood there watching me the whole time doing this. Put the new primer in. That is stealth. Like closed, I would have been a mess. Closed the, you know. Yeah, oh, it's it's hard. It's heartbreaking to think about. But yeah, so got it all done. I literally shouldered the gun, and as soon as I shouldered the gun, he was like, "Okay, that's enough fun for me. I'm out of here. I've tortured this man enough. Yeah, runs away. Uh, yeah." And then I tell Katie about this. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna sit there." And me in my head thinking like, "That deer's not coming back. There's no way." He's not coming back, and almost so, to the minute. To the minute. I think it was like you. You can correct me on times if I'm wrong, but I think. We had a picture of him when you were in that blind at like 6.48. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably close to something. Close. Like I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm going to give it a go. Like, I'm going to take my bow out there because that's all I hunt with. At the, at, still, even still, that's all I hunt with. Um, I was like, we'll just see what happens, right? I'm like, Jared's got all these doubts. He's like, that dude is not coming back. <laughs> no, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. The same path This within... The same almost minute. He, I'm not even kidding you. It was like within a minute because we have a picture of him, I think, both times. And I am like shaking, like absolutely shaking. And so, and he was same, a huge nine pointer then. He was huge. This was 2020. He was probably for our area. No. Yeah, we're, we don't our, have any our, like our Midwest huge, here. I know our huge reach here is going to Midwest. Like, like if it's not 150 or 160, buck, we're not shooting. But it was. He then at his nine pointer with the mass he had. Was, he was probably in his. He was prime. probably one forty five ish. Which is really nice for yeah, our it's, area. It's, it's pretty decent. I mean, they do get bigger here, but like for what he was and what he is, like he was, he was a really nice deer. Right. Um, and that's with no deductions, by the way, to his growth score. <laughs> oh heavens! Mm, I don't even. Know I'm that. not getting into that. I'm not <laughs> not even going down that rabbit hole. Yeah. So I um. I draw back on him, um, and truth be told, like that was the first time I had ever drawn on a deer. Drawn on a deer. It was my first season. Like and and this was a month before that. You had a opening day of bow season. I, I took know. you. You had a really nice, nice seven, pointer. seven pointer that I've seen about that same size deer on people's wall. Yeah, and uh, she was like, "Oh no, oh, not my first set." We'll get there. We'll get there in a second. Time yeah. So yeah, because I was delusional. Um. But I, yeah, so I draw back on him, and I shoot just directly under him. And I just remember being like, did I hit him? Did I, like, because I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what that, like, sounded like, you know, like, I didn't know anything. And so I give it, Jared, you know, I'm texting Jared, and I'm like, I just drew back on him. Like, I don't know if I hit him. I don't think I hit him. Um, And so Jared's like, you know, give it 20 minutes or so. I go out, and I find my arrow, and I'm like, thank God, honestly, because I probably would have shot his belly off and that would have just made me feel awful if I wounded him. Um, but yeah, so he, you know, he, he lives on to tell the tell, hopefully spread his seed a little bit more. Um, and at least three more years of it. And two, well, two. Um, so we have pictures of him in 2020. Um, and I remember I had, uh, I had just started my old job and we had a picture of him on the camera at like three 30. And I literally slammed my laptop shut. And I was like, duh, 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 like into the, do you remember that? Yeah. That would have been in like November. It would have been like my first week at my new job, at the you know, old job. Um, have pictures of him in 2020. Have pictures of him in 2022. And then, dun, dun, dun. Yep. He got got. He got got. I have a picture of him the night before he got shot. So basically what happened was like where our property comes kind of comes into a bottom on the other side like picks up on this like family farm there's like 90 acres over there and then there's like a small like backcountry road and then just field right yep so he it was the rut and i right it was yeah. the rut yeah and i think he i have to look to jared for all of my um details because i don't remember things as well as he does 
and he, I don't know if he was on some tail <laughs> or what he was doing over all the way over there, but about two properties away. Um, yeah, as a crow flies, it was not he's far. about a mile and a half, maybe. Uh, but, that, and the guy said he's never seen him before. Never seen him. Never seen him. He never, belonged never, to ne- us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no pictures, never knew he existed, nothing. Sitting in the deer stand in the evening and only shot he had was in the neck and took it. And, hey, I mean, and, and it know, worked. And it you worked. Know what? It like, worked. And I was devastated. Like, devastated because he, he, like, I he made it personal. I did make it personal. And I know I shouldn't have. Um, because like, I'm really happy for him. Like, and I know he is like a lifelong hunter. And I know like from your conversation with him, like he got pictures of that deer and he hunted hard for him like the next couple days. And so I'm really happy for him. I honestly am. But I, I genuinely thought it was going to be one of us. Like, I just, I really thought it would be you or I, I am happy. It wasn't other people. <laughs> yeah. If I'm being honest, like there's a couple other people in the area and I am happy it wasn't them. Um, I'm happy it was him. He is like, he's an old school hunter. Like, so yeah, I mean, it definitely like kill of a lifetime. All right. It was, it was beautiful deer. Yeah. So, I mean, he had brow times like a mile long. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was really pretty. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was kind of my experience. Like my first whitetail season, but Jared's right. My first sit, I only have my apprentice license. So you and I sat together and this really nice seven pointer walked up and you're, you know, you're looking at me, you're like, man, are you going to shot? And I was like, no, nah, man, I just want to soak it in. I just want to soak it in. I just want to feel this feeling. This is my first deer hunt are ever. Are you stupid or something? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what Jared was saying. But truth be told, like now, if we got that deer on camera, whoever oh, he was. I would tell you not to shoot it. You would tell me not to shoot him. You would say give him another year. Like, but unfortunately, because of where we are, and I mean, like, we're not in like thick farm country, like a little bit, I guess. But like we have neighbors and we have some neighbors that would take that mofo off the earth in a hurry. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, take mofo half the size of him off the earth in a hurry. So you got to kind of be peculiar and just hope that if you let a nice deer, like a, a okay deer walk, that they'll make it. And we have one last year that he was pretty nice. And we got pictures of him in the off season. So he's still around. Still kicking. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So, Jared did have some success this weekend, though. I did. Mm-hmm. I uh, decided to go to one of our properties, our lease that we have. Uh, and honestly, going, I wasn't sure what I was gonna do. I saw a deer, if I was gonna shoot it or just watch, mm-hmm. kind of deal. And I had what, five does walk up on me, and one of them, after sitting there eating acorns for. 10 minutes just out of nowhere just snaps her head up looks at me I wasn't moving I just had my arms crossed watching her and that was after I texted you I was like hey what, what should I do I'm, like, yeah, I'm probably not going to shoot anything I'm just going to watch oh, them oh so it's my fault and uh, <laughs> and yeah so I uh, she snapped her head up looked just directly at me the wind wasn't blowing I wasn't moving or nothing I was literally just laying back watching and she snapped up looked right at me and Started stomping and snorting and wheezing and just doing all kinds Smart of stuff. Girl. And I was like, you know, I always joke about it because there's like an old adage, like, if she blows, she goes. Like, right. Uh, I think plenty know. of people have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the smart ones. We got to cut those up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You just don't there's want no them. reason a deer should be looking up 17 feet in the air to like. We just let the dumb biddies breathe. <laughs> we don't need no smart deer running around. Exactly. <laughs> so she did that and then we she settled down. I brought the bow up and let her have it. Yeah, but you. She was your second pick, though. Oh yeah, no. There was if, if if I wanted to, there was another nanny doe. She was big. I mean, yeah, she was probably on up there with some of the biggest does that I've ever had in, in person. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, no. She was getting it, and I I was honestly okay with it. And then yeah, I had two eating acorns, literally almost between the ladder and the tree that I was sitting in. I was looking down through the grates and looking at the top of them. Uh, That's awesome. But, yeah, then I shot her. And then... And then... <laughs> and then, unfortunately, the arrow didn't go all the way through. And it was kind of a high shot. So, she didn't bleed a lot. Or mm-hmm. at all, really. <laughs> at all? Actually, there was no blood. There was almost no blood. 
uh, except for one little twig that had like three hairs and a smear of blood. I honestly, my eyeballs are so bad, I cannot even believe it. The only this. reason I even found that is because, I, so afterwards, I went and looked for blood, didn't find no blood, and I saw the Luminoc disappear into this deer. I said, I know I hit it. Uh, it was just very odd how everything played out. I've never had it happen before. And you couldn't uh, find your arrow. And couldn't find my arrow. Like I said, I saw the Illuminoc disappear into this deer. So yeah. where the heck is it? Uh, no blood, no nothing. And then here comes rain and everything else. I'm like, well, this is going to suck. So I come home, get the dog, put the dog on the trail. Yeah, Jared got our duck dog. But and she's was, been pretty good trailing. She, yeah, I mean, she's she does she does good she's work. She's got a good nose. Yeah, she that is one benefit to Cash is she hunts with her eyes and her nose. So yeah, so yeah, I put her on the trail and she, boom, gone. First hundred seventy five to hundred yards, she's on something like, I'm assuming it's the path because that's mm-hmm. the direction the deer ran. Yeah. And so I'm just gonna lollygag my head, take my time, and finally just she came down like late all but like late next. She's like, all right, like I'm not sure what we're really doing here, you know, kind of like. And I'm like, was, am I going in the wrong direction this whole time? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it turns out we were we were probably like 35 yards from her when we stopped last night. Yeah. This morning, I wake up before work. I'm like, one last try. I'm not going to give up because that's just not who I am. And I take taking a life, a game animal, wild animals, very very seriously. Right. Uh, there's no waste. Right. We. Do as much as you can. Yeah. Out of just even if nothing else, just pure respect for the animal. Right. Um, and so I went this morning, and I I walked a couple in a boot. And <laughs> oh, you no, didn't wear your boot. I, I didn't wear my boot. You didn't wear your boot, but I just want to also I this at this this talks to how Jared has no chill with an injury, like none. When I say I walked a couple miles, though, it wasn't like straight line miles. It was like that makes literally grid, no difference. It was grid search, grid, miles. grid search style. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> and I literally came up on a path, and I'm like. If I didn't find her by now, it's very unlikely. I get a text. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm getting ready to walk out. And I literally was following this path around, and I look up. After I hit send, put yeah, it in my pocket. Me, he's like, I don't think, he's like, I, I hate this, but I don't think I'm going to find her. Like, I've been out here an hour, and I still have not found any real sign. Like, no, no. signs of her. No. Yeah, I put my phone in my pocket, and I go around a bend in the trail, and she's laying right there. And so I'm like, Thank goodness. Yeah. Like, sure, it's heavy on your heart. Oh, it was, and it was. Uh, I didn't get the best sleep last night just thinking, thinking about, about it. it. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, never want an animal go to waste, and or even, even if you know, even though I thought I put a good shot on, which I did. Yeah, uh, you did. But I, you know, if she turns a certain way or did something where that good shot I thought was is she's just out there suffering, that that would be the Ugh. worst. You never want yeah. that. Um, you so, want for a human, let alone a freaking animal. Right. How many yards did she end up going from your stand? Uh, I don't know. She probably made it like 250 yards. Pretty far. It was pretty far. And like I said, it's hard because like the train up and down hills, mm-hmm. crossing that, yeah, some marshes. Yeah, that's not easy. That some... spot's not like, that terrain is not easy. Yeah, no, it's, there's some thick parts and it's not, yeah. you can see through it, but it's like, you don't want to walk through it kind of thick. And, uh. Well, and there, yeah, there's like. Like all those trails and whatnot, yeah. Yeah, little, little gullies and yeah. So like I said, she 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 made a good little ways, but yeah, we I did have success. I'm batting a thousand right now. One nice. one sit. One for one. One kill. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. It's better than I can say. I sunk three and a half hours into a sit Sunday night and didn't even see a deer, which is really annoying because we had we had deer on camera every night. Yeah, every night for the past like month and a half. <laughs> Not morning, maybe, well, maybe not that excessive, but morning and evening. I'm like, am I stinky? I but think then, it's like, the snoring. It's I'm not snoring. Like when you get up in there and you start snoring. That first of all, that never happened. The deer say differently. <laughs> but we didn't have deer at any of our cameras. No, it was it sun, was very like, odd at sunset, like none. And but yeah, I even was like on my phone, like looking at the pictures. I'm like. In the bag, like at the very least, like I thought I was gonna see deer, like in that I. You know, we have those tw- like what I call the, the twins. We have the twins. They're like two and a half year old six pointers. That they're, they're good looking deer, but like they're always together. Mm-hmm. At least thus far before the rut, obviously, uh, they're always together. And they, if I didn't have a picture with them together, I would have just told you it was the same, same deer. Same deer, yeah. And then we have like a mom and baby pair that like kept coming over there every night. So I, truth be told, like I was not planning on shooting anything short of like some like nice doe coming up like by herself, but because I knew pretty religiously that mama baby had been showing up over there and then the two 
small bucks. I wasn't going to shoot anything, but I'm like, ah, I didn't even see anything. Refer to them as the twins, the please. Twins. Um, sorry, does that make you feel like feel better? Yeah, I really hope they make it. Um, but yeah, so that was that was kind of frustrating. Um, but it was okay. We got Mexican food after. <laughs> I was like, I need to cope with this. It was um, but yeah, so it was a eventful weekend in some capacity. You know, we we got meat in the freezer. Meat in the freezer. Lessons learned. What did you learn? Not to hurt your foot a week before. Yeah, so silly. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it was it was definitely I was I was feeling for you last night and this morning, like going back and looking for her because I know that like it's it's so easy to I I I feel like okay, so anyone in like the hunting community like has to know that like you never take a life without like it being incredibly thoughtful, right? Uh, Okay, time out. Maybe some people think that and they're monsters, but I think anyone who like truly values this lifestyle looks at it and says like that is going to feed my family right like that's going to feed my family that's an experience for my children like i mean dude if you would have seen because obviously our kids are home i'm where i was working you drug her past the front window <laughs> and Rhett almost hyperventilated he was like oh, daddy got a deer daddy got a deer he found her he found her like he was he was just as bummed as you probably were when you found her yeah and like burned rubber to get outside huck didn't even have a shirt on and i was like you gotta put you gotta put a shirt on before you go outside my my dude it's like 45 degrees outside 50 degrees so but i mean like it's something you get to teach your children like you get to show them these things like it's not you don't take that life without like being thoughtful um and i mean and just sometimes it doesn't work out how you want it to like it's happened to you like a handful of times and it always beats you up a little bit because you you, like you said, you hate the idea of like taking a life in vain, right? Yeah, or them you causing them to suffer. Yeah, finding them and they're still partially alive, like that sucks. That really sucks. Um, so I mean, like, there's definitely like I empathize with people that have to go through that because it's definitely crappy. Um, and if you've hunted long enough and <laughs> killed enough deer, it will happen. There's all sorts of variables that you cannot always plan for plan for like it just happened like the deer moves as the shot goes off or like exactly what happened to you yeah or like the wind just gusts at the right time or the deer twitches and moves a certain way or like i mean you can't sit here and tell me that their ability i've shot a hundred deer and i've never lost one i'm like all right well waiting for 101 because it's coming honestly like what's your strategy because that's pretty impressive right (laughs) yeah but no i mean like they like the a a deer's ability to like duck an arrow oh it's it's incredible like how fast i mean these new bows and shoot even like guns like you know or we'll just keep with bows right now but like you know they're moving like 300, yeah. 350 feet per second bow now to like for a compound bow and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's slow. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's like your bottom of the barrel type bows. I mean, some of them are cooking yeah. and for a deer to be able to react, d- drop like at least a foot, like by, by like, and you're shooting a deer at like 30 yards and a deer can drop, you know, 18 inches to a foot before that even gets close to them. Like, it's impressive. It's, it is impressive. And like I said, that's something else you can try to account for, but I don't know how many times I've... You I, account I've for thought, it, and yeah, you, and it doesn't happen, Yeah, right? it doesn't happen. Uh, so or you like, just, the deer twitches, like, or goes to spin. Like, it, last year I shot a deer, uh, literally pulled the trigger, and the deer... I've never seen an arrow go in one side and back out the same side. It made absolutely no sense. Well, I mean, that's the one you shot here, right? Yeah, and maybe yeah. it was a slight ricochet off of some bones and stuff like that, but like... You can see the entry, and then the exit was like on the same side. On the same side. I've just have absolutely never seen it before, uh, and this just goes to show you how fast and quick that they can be. And yeah, so you, can, you know, it's I I definitely feel like it's one of those things where it's like if you haven't, if it hasn't happened to you yet, it likely will. And I was telling you the other night, I like, wouldn't brag about you not having it happen because <laughs> it will come around. Unfortunately. I mean, I told you the like last night when you got home and I was like trying to comfort you a little bit, like I being that like this is a year that I'm like, all right, like I'm kind of giving up on my, my boat, on uh, my butt quest. Like I'm going to shoot a doe. I want to contribute. Like I want to be a part of like. Hey, we're starving if you don't do this. We're not starving, first of all. Um, But that I am like kind of trying to like mentally prepare for that to like 
deal with that letdown. Like you can practice, you can try your best, you can try to like get yourself in that mentality when you're practicing. And I remember you telling me that a long time ago. You're like, when you're target practicing, like picture, like try your best, right? Like it's hard, but like try your best to picture like what you might feel like if you're actually drawing back on a deer, like for real. And what does that do to you? Like, what does that do to you? Like physiologically, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, nothing really gets you ready for the real thing. No, you can, you can try to mimic it and mm-hmm. do anything you want, but the shakes are real. <laughs> no, I Especially, know. Like when you know you're getting ready, like if it's one thing, like watch a deer walk up and be like, I know I'm not shooting. That. And then like, you still might get a little nervous. Your yeah, heart starts you racing saw, a little. Deer, yeah, your yeah. heart may race a little bit, but like, there's nothing like going to be like, I am taking this deer's life. Intent and then like, kill. yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I did that for the longest time when uh, when I was first learning. It's like talking it through in my head, like, all right, here comes a deer. Like, like in practicing the very slow drawback, bringing it up, getting yeah. it rest perfect on the kisser, and then just letting her fly. Uh, I did that several times probably didn't help at all but in my head it did like i I thought i was like you're doing preparing yeah like trying to talk it up hype it up in my head make a good story (laughs) and then uh yeah i mean it's just hard like and it's really hard to have that perspective um if you just haven't been in it you know you've only seen like you know or if you only hunted a couple times in your life like it's just really hard to to be able to kind of weigh in on that in my opinion um but yeah, I mean, it's it's not something we take lightly by any measure. Um, I mean, even like duck hunting, like you know, you sometimes you just have like, um, what am I trying to say? Like sometimes you just have like situations where you just like can't recover a duck, right? And that makes you feel like hot crap. Like yes, I couldn't find this duck. Like my dog hunted her butt off. Like I got out there, not me. I'm, when I say I, I'm speaking from Jared's perspective, like because you know he's tall and got the the big boy waders, but like you get out there you hunt with her like you send her over and over and over and you can't recover a duck and you just don't know what happened like that's that sucks too i mean i've seen it plenty of times where she comes back 100 yards in the opposite direction i'm getting ready to shock her and yell at her do whatever and all of a sudden i turn around and like and she's coming back with a duck that i didn't know was in that direction yeah because just because you shoot it it falls out of the sky doesn't mean it's dead it doesn't mean it's dead (laughs) dive down or they'll get in the if you're on next hard ground they can take off Mm -hmm. running and and unfortunately, it happens more than I think most duck hunters know. Yeah. That I mean, you can shoot at ducks, and you're like, "There's no way that duck got out of here without getting shot." How far and away then, was Cash yesterday morning when she finally came back with that right? Uh, she was probably 250, at she least was, at least 250 yards. She was completely out of earshot, and I'm like, "We're all like, what the heck is she doing down there?" But I think she was on a duck from like the time you like. It was alive. It was very. It was very still very alive. alive. So she, I mean, she she took it down as best she could. But yeah, I mean, and there's, like I said, a lot of times where people will shoot at ducks, and they're like, there's no way. You know, I don't know the exact figure on that, but, like, it has to be up there. How many people shoot at ducks, and they fly away, and then they die a mile, half a mile, 300 yards farther away than you don't see, out of just out of eyesight, out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I had this happen last year. We shot at ducks, and I'm like, no way. And it just so happened a buddy was hunting down the creek, and he's like, hey, didn't you guys shoot at ducks? And we're like, yeah, he said, Literally, one just fell in front of me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he was like, uh, do I claim this or do you guys? Like, how does this work? I was, like, <laughs> I was like, uh, how many you got for limit-wise? <laughs> no. Um, uh, but, no, but seriously, like, and mm-hmm. that was my, I hear about it. I've seen videos. Like, I had a buddy that died in Canada. He said, up there, it's wide open. He said, you can watch a duck or a just goose die 500, 600, 800 yards out and just, just fall out of the sky if you shoot. And it's like, how many times does it actually happen in a flooded timber situation or or marsh situation? You know what I mean? Where they get, they fly out, they're out of sight, and then next thing you know, it's, it's flying dead. You know, it's crazy. It is. So I mean, like, never want to take it lightly, but it happens, and it's part of it. And yeah. You have to plan for that. Everyone, yeah, just plan for it, and everyone has their own ways of coping with it. You know, it's still. I think if you're a sportsman, to any degree, it's still kind of burns you up a little bit inside not knowing you took a life or you couldn't find it. You the couldn't, possibility of couldn't not finding use it, it. Yeah. like that's the thing is like the the point is not like it's so it's for sport but um 
it's also to feed our family. Like we really don't buy meat. Like we no, not at all. Sp- I mean, that's other than like a brisket. I would say I occasionally buy a brisket or like a whole chicken or some bacon. But like yeah. we really don't. We don't buy ground beef. We don't buy any kind of like ground meat in general. Like we don't buy fish. We don't buy duck. We, we don't, don't buy steaks really either. We don't buy anything. And so for us, it's like, you know, that is I. I mean, we are relying on that to fill our freezer as far as like protein goes. Um, so yeah, you, you step just, my game up. That sounds like I need to you, do more. Listen, do I'm gonna stand by this the day I die. And I said this the other day in the car with my brother. Um, we are done. Duck hunting has saved us zero dollars. <laughs> it saved us exactly zero monies. Deer hunting has probably saved us money because I think up until like last year you were hunting in like the same clothes you've been hunting in since you were like 17 yeah um but duck hunting don't even kid yourself it has saved us no money it has cost you time and money take that one take it <laughs> that's facts but all right how are you feeling good great so good good right right wonderful all right that's the episode Ducks and bucks. Ducks and bucks. I mean bucks. Oh, heavens. Ducks and bucks. All right. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, we have an Instagram page. It's called Crazy Wildlife underscore podcast. Yeah. And I won't be with you next week. Right. So hopefully next week I'm going to be uh, with a Instagram friend of mine I made a couple years ago who has all the insight on um, parenting and raising, raising, raising just wild babies, just like we are. Um, So that's the plan for next week or episode in two weeks. Um, Really excited about it. But yes, Jared won't be with me because he's going to be in just south of Orlando, Florida on a gator hunt with veterans for the beak whackers. Jared is taking two veterans, one that is local to our area and one that is from Jacksonville. Um, alligator hunting with Old Florida Outdoors. Yep. And For all your gator hunting needs, go check them out. Yeah, not sponsored. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so they're going to be doing that um, for a couple days. And I'm really excited for you. Me too. We got some really cool things coming in. Uh we got uh, some coolers donated we get to give to them. Uh, and uh, Teamed up with East Coast oh, Waterfowl. Yeah, yeah, East Coast Waterfowl is helping us out there. Uh, still waiting them in the mail, eagerly awaiting. But uh, Kent Jones, he just released uh, was it the new boot. It's like uh, the ankle boot. It's kind of like an extra tough or like a huck style mm-hmm. boot. So they released their own East Coast Waterfowl version of that. So he's donating that. He donated some hats, some other stuff like that. And yeah, yeah it's going to be it's gonna be fun. It's fun. I'm excited. And like I said, the coolers, hopefully everyone gets their gator and they have a cooler to take home all the meat in. Put it in the cooler. Uh, You know, stuff like that. I'm be... excited for you guys. It's going to be a good time. Definitely a memory. Not jealous at all. Take the picture. Not even a little bit. Take some pictures. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. And we will catch you guys in the next one. Later.